Hello and welcome to the Praying Wife Podcast. I am your host, Kareem Cash, and on this episode, I am so very thrilled to be joined by my wonderful husband, Mr. Ronnie Cash. And on today's episode, we just wanted to talk a little bit about communication. Because one thing that we have learned during our almost 15 years of marriage at this point is that marriage is awesome. Yay. Wow. But it takes a lot of work. Um, And there's just a lot of things that we've learned along the way, a lot of things that we continue to learn that we think is important to share, whether you've been married for, you know, one year, 20 years, 50 years. I think even couples that have been together for 50 years can say they're still learning some things about their spouse. So we just wanted to invite you into kind of a, a personal discussion about a couple of things. So one of the first things that we want to talk about, um, and I don't know if we'll get to talk about anything else, but we'll see how it goes because this is a huge, very important topic, right? Is the topic of communication. Mm, That's a tough, could be a tough one. I don't have to be a tough one, but it ends up being a tough one for a lot of people. It does because the way that we communicate varies so differently. Like there is no one size fits all when it comes to communication because you're dealing with different personality types, right? You're dealing with different backgrounds. Like my husband comes from a different background than I come from. Yes, we're both from the Bahamas. <laughs> What's so funny? No, no, you're you're you're, you're correct. <laughs> I'm just mentally you're thinking about thinking it. Thinking about it. So yeah, we're both from the Bahamas, but you know, I was raised in a single parent home. Um, he was raised in a, a home with both parents. Mm-hmm. And Mom so and we both kind of came into the marriage with different expectations. I am an extrovert. He's so an in- She's an extra vert. <laughs> Whatever. She brings a lot of extra what? to the vert. And he is an introvert. I know some of you would be like, no way, not this guy, right? So that was one of the first things that we had to deal with when you have two different types of personalities and now you are putting us in this situation where we have to experience life together and come up with a way to communicate successfully and effectively. Yeah. First of all, you know, being an introvert, communication wasn't my thing. I'd say hello. I would say, you know, you answer the questions that you're asked, but speaking my mind and whatever, I wasn't, yeah. I, I wasn't much for a conflict. So I would just, avoid. that was just the way, you know, I grew up. I grew up in a household full of screamers. That's not great, but that's where I grew up. So I learned that as an effective form of communication of screaming, Yelling. hey, what are you doing? Stop that. Get out of the toilet. That's what I learned because that's yeah. what I saw every day. That's what I was, I mean, I responded well to that because that's what I grew up around. So, you know, I figured well, maybe my kids will respond the same way, but she's of a different mind of- Complete opposite. Let's not scream. Yeah. Let's get our point across. Yeah. Screaming mm-hmm. accomplishes nothing. And then it breeds another generation of screamers because the same way how he heard his parents, his family do it, then he continued to do it. You're not really accomplishing much, but you're passing that down. Are you really communicating anything? Because after someone's right. getting uh, yelled at, yelled at, they probably put up that guard, that block, and they're not going to hear. So that's right. also another ineffective way of communicating. Yes. So The important thing is recognizing these types of behaviors and having the conversation with your spouse, like an honest, heartfelt conversation of the things that they do or the way that they communicate that doesn't really work. Um, for you or it's not helpful or it's not effective. You have to be honest with your spouse. You have to build that 
trust mm-hmm. where you can foster complete honesty. And on that, I would say too, and I think that's what the passive aggressive is, is where you just let it slide and then you just... Yeah, or say something sarcastic. Right. I know I can probably do that, but I know a lot of people out there probably would do something like that. It's this personality type where you don't say anything when something, if, if it affects you or, or it hurts you or whatever, but you just throw a little sarcastic mm-hmm. comments out because you, you really have the thing built up and then you continually let these things go and you're not dealing with them right then and there and then you just explode and right. you don't even know what you're exploding for because it was just all the stuff built up inside of you and the person you're doing it to is like what what yeah but if you Completely communicated confused. right at the moment even if they say you ended up angry about it calm your jets cool your jets <laughs> cool and then your jets. cool your jets and then say hey I wanted to talk about that thing the other day, but don't let it be, I want you to talk about the thing last month. And the thing last month really upset me. I, yeah. I think one thing, I have to cut you off with what you no. said, um, where it's that where you need the time to cool your jets. And, and, and I know we're kind of chumping, but this is even for a conflict resolution. If you're someone that kind of gets hot and heavy and heated very quickly, mm-hmm. um, take a moment to breathe. We did this exercise um, with the white flag. We don't have a white flag here, but oh, you know, goodness. if it's something where you where you see or your spouse sees that you're about to get into an altercation or get into a, a conversation where it's getting really, really heated, you wave a white flag. You know, mm-hmm. whether you have a, f- a physical white flag or you come up with a safe word, something where it's like, all right, when we hear this word or we see that white flag, we immediately mm-hmm. stop. Take a break. We take a break. Mm-hmm. We take, no, that's it. No one says anything. You take a break, let it simmer, calm down, and then come back together and try to have the conversation in a more civilized manner. And like he said, not like the month later, okay? It's not like <laughs> sweeping it under the rug and no. just like you're not wanting to talk about it. No, you need to address it, but you may need a couple of hours, maybe a day at max to calm down and collect your right. thoughts. And some of you out there may think the effective way of doing this would be in the middle of the argument, you walking out the room. No, that's <laughs> oh, that not is the, the way. Yeah, That's not the it's effective like a, way. It, it may give you the same outcome for an, for an instance. You may feel like, okay, I needed to just walk away from this conversation, but do your partner the diligence of letting, letting them, them know. know, hey. You have to communicate even in hey, that. Hey, <laughs> this is really, I don't I don't wanna say nothing that I don't mean or anything, just just tell them, hey, like she said, you know, mm. wave the white flag, just say, hey. And not meaning surrender, we're just saying, hey, we're just gonna table this. Right. We're gonna workshop this for, you know, a little bit, let me. Let me get my thoughts together. Let mm-hmm. me because you know you more than likely there's someone in the relationship that needs time to think. Like I'm the yeah. kind of person I can we can have this conversation and this debate all day. Right yeah. now I'm ready. He on the other hand he needs that time. Like he yeah, needs time process. to to process what I'm saying, to process what's going on, to think about it, to gather his thoughts. And one thing I had to learn was to give him that space and to give him that time. So although mm-hmm. I'm ready for him to like let's talk about this now, let's deal with this now. I have learned in my love and my respect for him that he is different, his mind works differently. And so if I want to have a successful outcome, not be right, but honestly have a successful outcome to the conversation, mm-hmm. give him that time to think so that you know what he says isn't just spur of the moment without a thought. Um, mm-hmm. And you'll learn to appreciate that more. Yes, a successful outcome is everyone being heard, being yes. fully heard yes. as in everyone saying what what what's on their mind and i mean to that point again it's important to stress when you are in a conversation that's escalating or let's just call it what it is if you're in an argument 
it's important that your job is not to want to win the argument. There's a reason why you're getting upset. There's there's a problem at the core of what's going on. Mm -hmm. And so if you approach it when you're talking with your partners in a way to I just want to speak my mind and I just want you to know that you're wrong and I'm right, you're not going to have the outcome that you need. You're not going to experience change. What you need to learn to do is to have a conversation, talk to him or vice versa in a loving manner mm -hmm. and listen, like talk say what's on your heart in a respectful manner and then hear what they have to say and don't listen to just rebut what they what, what they said like you know because sometimes we do that if we're honest it's like a debating tactic mm -hmm. right you learn to hear what the other side says but to come back with a counter argument mm -hmm. and that's the exact opposite of what you want to do in a marriage when you're trying to actually affect change you want to hear what they have to say without judgment without defense and honestly just trying to say listen we have a problem together how can we work together mm -hmm. to solve this problem? Not you are my problem. Mm -hmm. You need to fix you. Mm -hmm. No, no, it's we have a problem. How Maybe. can we yeah. work to fix and solve the problem together? If you think about the just the way men and women are. I mean, you see all these books that they had, they had like the five love languages, just teaching us that, you know, everyone has a different way they receive yeah. love. And they, so that means even with their communication, it's gonna be in a different, you know, different way compared to yours. Everyone has a different way of communicating. The next book, Men Are From Mars, Women From Venus. Yeah. It's not trying to tell you, okay, so this is just never, it's always gonna be this. No, it's literally like, it's trying to empower you to say, okay, so you guys are different. Yeah. Now let's figure out the way right. to, to right. gel and to, to get it, you know, get the communication more, you know, fluid between you. Yeah. And it starts with the conversation. Like communication is, it's almost a buzzword at this point because people use it often, but it's really just a civilized conversation where both parties can feel heard. And honesty is, is going to be, and I go back to this, it's going to be very important because you don't want to hold anything back. I think sometimes we, when we communicate, we try not to hurt the other person's feelings or mm -hmm. we try not to um, make ourselves look bad or, you know, anything like that. But what that does is open the door for deception and not really like an intentional deception, but it's like you're just not sharing everything. So mm -hmm. withholding, the you're, you're withhold. <laughs> yeah, you're withholding parts of the truth. And that part can be very important to whatever it is you're trying to solve. And so blatant honesty, brutal honesty. Brutal honesty, but it, loving, but in a loving manner, because I yeah. can be brutally honest and rude, or yeah. I can be brutally honest in love. Yeah, just brutally, as in saying all of it, getting it all out. Don't know, yeah. like she say, with withholding stuff. Sometimes someone's feelings, you might think it's gonna hurt them. Maybe it might initially hurt, maybe their their pride or their ego, but may, it may be something that they needed to hear. And yeah. you being the person who's with them the most, you're the person that needs to check them on these things. So. You know, those conversations have to happen, but I would say always preface the conversation. You let you let your, your spouse know, hey, I want to have this conversation. It yeah. might be a tough conversation or a difficult one, but let's just, yeah, you know, like, go into this thing this a little or, bit. Uh, yeah, let's come. You know, and if you're, a, if you're a person, you know, who's spiritual, you know, you could bring prayer into it. You know, I mean, we know we're both of a faith. We believe in God and we, we serve him. And we know that sometimes it would be a good idea to pray, to, yeah. to get in a prayer with each other. Sometimes that'll just mellow you out. Yes. And just just yes. calm the whole conversation even before you really get into 
the nitty gritty of it. I mean, it is important, like you said, we're very spiritual. I don't like to say religious, but <laughs> we love God and we serve Him. And it's when you have that hope and that assurance to, and you bring Him and invite Him into the conversation, that makes it so much easier. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that makes a lot of things in life easier. Yeah, you want to make sure that you're always striving to communicate um, mm -hmm. effectively with your spouse. So yeah, if, if you guys are, you usually don't see eye to eye, try that white flag, try that 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 word, make sure, like decide on it beforehand. So when you get into the conversation, you know immediately, like I'm not just walking away like pineapples. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then I don't know if we mentioned this exercise on this Oh, program. about, okay, okay, I know uh, what you mean. But I'm sure we mentioned on the podcast before where literally it's just an exercise where you let one person say all that they want to say. And then you ask your spouse to repeat it back. To repeat back. Now, what did you hear me say? And when they, you know, say whatever they understood it to be, you can tell them, well, yeah, that part was right. Or maybe it wasn't correct. Because like we said, the communication styles are different. Sometimes what you're saying, they're not hearing it that way. Ooh, can we try to practice one? Oh, this is going to be so great. Okay, let's, just let's a quick one. Let me let's see. Um, another point, too, I think that's important with communicating is trying to use I and me statements, I, me, my, mm -hmm. and not like you and your. Like you always do this. Be like, I feel like when I hear the kids being yelled at, mm -hmm. it really hurts my feelings and it makes me feel like we're not fostering a safe environment for the kids. Mm -hmm. Now, what did you hear me say? And you don't like it when I yell. <laughs> See? That was another good example. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that no, was literally yeah. just like a playful whatever version. No, but it, but could, it, could, it could happen that way too. Because mm -hmm. sometimes when you're telling someone something that they're probably used to doing, you know, it, they can put up a defense, put up a guard and only hear whatever they think is negative out mm -hmm. of it and not receive it. Yeah. So definitely that exercise is one to always yeah. put in play. And so I would say, yeah, so come up with a safe word or a white flag if you guys tend to get heated so you know like you need a second try just using the i me my statements when you're talking about you know things that's bothering you about whatever is going on um, and do the communication exercise because men and women here are different anyone i would say probably especially if you're both defensive already mm -hmm. your your ears already kind of jaded based on what you think they're gonna say. Yeah. So you're already ready to. You're already ready. To retaliate. Yeah, you're already ready. So do that exercise where you where you talk and both spouses like you have to come to this agreement. I'm going to say something. You are allowed to say nothing. <laughs> when one person is speaking, the other person. The only thing mm -hmm. that's open is your ears, not mm -hmm. your mouth. And then when they are fully done, and they acknowledge I'm done. What did you hear me say? Now is your time to repeat back exactly what you heard. Mm -hmm. And if what they say is not what you said, then you said, you're almost there, or that's not remotely close to what I said. And then you say it again, like try mm -hmm. to say it again in a different way, and then ask them again to repeat back what I said. And you keep doing this exercise until mm -hmm. what they say 
is exactly what you said. It may take a few few it may. sit downs. It may, it may. And you know, and with time you learn your spouse. Like you mm-hmm. learn their communication methods. Like I said, I had to get used to the fact that, you know, he takes time to think about it. Sometimes he might message me, right, a couple of hours or however long throughout the day um, about it. And that, that used to tick me off first because I'm the kind of person just say it to my face. But again, I had to learn introvert. Like for him, it's easier for him to put it down on a piece of paper. And then mm-hmm. we talk about it later. Yeah. Um, and so just learning to appreciate that. It's really extending grace. I think communication has a lot to do with just being gracious and understanding that we're all different people and extending that grace to your spouse mm-hmm. to say all right this might take me being a bit more patient this might take me being a little bit more understanding but i'm willing to be patient to pull back to hear what you say so that again we can come to a resolution mm-hmm. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Praying Wife podcast. I do pray that you were blessed. Please remember that you are beautiful, you are powerful, you are made in the image of God, and you are loved. We will see you again next time.